This is the Washington State Indivisible Podcast, part of the Demcast family of podcasts. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. Today, Director of King County Elections, Julie Wise, is here to answer your questions about early voting, ballot tracking, and especially election security issues here in Washington. She also has potentially great news about when we'll be getting our election results this year. That's all ahead, so stay with us. So with Washington's voting now in full swing, I thought we would check in with Julie Wise. She is director of King County Elections, and she is here to answer your questions and to give us some updates on where we are at currently with this year's elections. Uh, Hello, Julie. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fabulous. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be here with you. We are so glad that you took this opportunity. And I am I I will say what I said before we got started here. I can't believe that you are as chipper uh, as you are right now, given how much uh, intensity must be happening on your end. There is intensity, but there's just this whole entire energy and excitement around this election that as an election administrator for 20 years, I mean, it's my dream come true to see this much excitement and to see this high of return here already in Washington state. I am just on cloud nine and it's excitement and energy. Before we jump in, what are the numbers? Where are we at right now, uh, both in King County and at Washington state? You know, here in King County, we already have half a million ballots returned. That's right. Over 500,000 ballots have been returned here at King County. And you know, the numbers are looking similarly across the state. So that is already a 35% turnout in King County. Counties are seeing the same sort of returns. A lot of activity out at those 560-some ballot drop boxes across the state. And 73 here in King County have been very busy since we mailed ballots out last week. Well, I want to return to all of that in just a moment, but I would like to get your thoughts on something that just happened in the news. Uh, there's a joint presser press conference on Wednesday with FBI Director uh, Christopher Ray and Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe, who said that uh, Russia and specifically Iran had obtained voter registration information. Uh, two questions about this. Um, the information reportedly had been used to intimidate people in swing states voting for Trump. Of course, we're not in a swing state. But what are your thoughts on this development? You know, I'm I'm happy to hear that that we're not seeing that here in Washington state. So to date, we have um, not received any reports of threatening emails to voters here in King County. Um, I think the Secretary Wyman has done a a great job getting in front of this and providing messaging out that we also um, have not been contacted or been informed that there's any concerns about the voter data here in Washington state. You know, we've been really hard at work as election administrators across the state to make sure that we are safeguarding our elections, our voter registration, our tabulation systems, and our work is paying off. So it is a 24-7, 365 around election security. It's not a check the box. Um, but voters should feel confident going into this presidential election that their ballot will be safe, secure, counted accurately. And of course, I think vote by mail provides a level of accessibility that we don't see in polling place elections across the country. Well, that was going to be my second question. So uh, what are some of the steps that King County has taken specifically to guarantee the security of our voting? I think one thing that's important to note is that the voter registration system and the tabulation system are not connected in any way. It's also really important to note that the tabulation systems here in Washington state are not connected to the internet. So when we are scanning in ballots, counting your vote, that is not attached to the internet. 
um, can't be hacked in from the outside world. It's on a closed air gap network um, locally on site. So you're going to have to have the credentials. You're going to have to have a badge, a biometric, so your fingerprint that matches that to get into those high security areas. And to note, I don't have access even to those high security areas. Really? Yes, I know. I, I have no business being in there. That is really for the election administrators that need to be doing work in there. We have a lot of things that safeguard our elections. And I think that's what I love about vote by mail is we've got these level layers and layers of security. We start with what may seem a little bit old school, but we have a paper ballot. That's critically important. There's no electronic voting or uploading memory cards here in Washington state. We always have that paper ballot to go back to if we had a recount or any question or concern with the election. And we're gonna keep those paper ballots for 22 months. We also have 70 some cameras across King County elections facility. Some of those in which you can watch us from the comfort of your home hard at work. And some of those being 24 seven security cameras that are monitored by um, the authorities. We also have of course, um, where we uh, put a lot of security seals with unique identifiers on each so that we can assure that no one has entered into ballot uh, you know, box containing ballots or to a secure area. So we've got a lot of uh, layers of security here in Washington state that people should feel very confident with their vote. Well, that all sounds uh, incredibly reassuring. Thank you for running all of that down. I will ask you about the wrinkle in all of this, which was uh, in August, we know that the Trump administration attempted to disrupt the USPS by dismantling sorting equipment, removing mailboxes. Um, do you anticipate that having any impact on voting in King County and or Washington state? It's a great question. We've had a lot of concerns around USPS, and I do not have concerns about the ability for the United States Postal Service to ensure that our voters get their ballot in a timely manner, because one, we've seen that happen, and two, to get those ballots back to us. One, I think it's important that you know we've, we've developed a relationship, a partnership with our local USPS as we have been vote by mail for a decade now here in Washington. We also work very closely with them. In fact, we just got off a call this morning. We meet with them every single day during the election cycle. Outside of that, we're meeting weekly and monthly with those postal partners from everything to designing the envelope to make sure that the ballot is expedited out to our voters and back. King County, we've actually added an intelligent mail barcode. So we will know where that ballot is in the process. Data already shows us that over 99% of voters in King County received their ballot um, within just three to four days. Likewise, we're tracking your ballot if you use USPS on its way back to us. In fact, you can track it right on our website. It will tell you when it's in the hands of USPS, when they anticipate it being in the hands of the election administrators, and then when it's ultimately received by us and counted. The intelligent mail barcode helps us recognize that if there's an issue, when and where it is so that we can work with our postal partners um, to ensure that we get that ballot expedited to us. One last point with the USPS, I love numbers, I love data. I guess that might go without saying as an election geek, <laughs> but you know, the, the USPS mails 433 million pieces of mail a day. 433 million wow. pieces of mail a day. Our 1.4 million ballots is really just a drop in the bucket, especially as they head into the holiday season. So right now, voters should have their ballot in hand across Washington state. And if they don't, they should be reaching out to their local county elections office to have another one mailed out to them or to talk through all those other options like printing one online or heading into a vote center. But I have 
absolute confidence in USPS um, ability to make sure that ballots get back to the elections office in a timely manner. That's very reassuring considering everything that happened uh, over the summer. You mentioned the drop boxes, and I think that this has been of interest and perhaps concern to a number of people. Not the, perhaps the security of the drop boxes themselves, as you mentioned, these things are behemoths and they are absolutely uh, just bolted to the concrete, so I don't think they're going anywhere. But we've heard about ballot box intimidation in other states. Have you heard about any any incidents of intimidation at uh, ballot boxes in King County? We have not heard of any intimidation out at our ballot drop box locations. We're prepared to have staff at each of the ballot drop boxes on Monday and Tuesday of election week to really help our voters. We want to make sure that there's easy access to those ballot drop boxes. So their role out there is to help with traffic and line management in any de-escalation that we would need to possibly do out there. Voters understandably get excited, especially as we get close to that 8 p.m. deadline that you have to have your ballot in a box or you have to be standing in line physically at a drop box for it to be counted. And we see a lot of passion and excitement from our voters. So we're going to be out there to help de-escalate those. We're also going to, on election day, have plainclothes security that will be um, identified by um, on their on their clothes what security uh, group that they are from, and then they're there to help us with de-escalation. We don't anticipate to see issues out at our drop box, but if we need to, we are prepared to call law enforcement if we have anyone or uh, any groups that are blocking voters' access to the ballot drop boxes. But I just have to make a plug here about that. This is why it's a great a great idea to vote early. You know, we're anticipating half a million voters headed out to drop boxes on election day alone here in King County. Don't get yourself in one of those lines. That sounds like a not fun way to enjoy your November 3rd evening. Get ahead of it right now and make sure that your ballot is dropped off now. That in case, you know, we have continued issues with COVID or maybe weather, maybe we see a weather event. It helps, you know, you get in front of that, provides ease for you as a voter that you can track your ballot. And it also means that we will have even more meaningful results on election night if voters turn out early. Your ballot, your vote is going to show up in election night results. I want to ask about that in just a second. But before we move on from this, I will say, and it sounds like you have a really great plan in place for the Monday and Tuesday. Prior to that, should somebody encounter any sort of intimidation, what should they do? They should reach out to King County Elections immediately. Our phone number is 296-VOTE. They can also reach out through social media. And I know that might sound a little bizarre, but as you can imagine, we are monitoring social media 24-7 because we often, that will be the first place where we will see or hear of an issue. We know that voters that have seen full drop boxes or very busy drop boxes reach out on social media or to 296 vote to raise um, uh, awareness for us of drop boxes that might be getting full of ballots. So we'd encourage voters to do the same thing. You have any concerns, questions in general, don't hesitate to reach out. Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30, you get a live person at 296 Vote that wants to help and answer any of your questions and to take in, hear any of those issues that you might be seeing out there. Everything that you were talking about is just exemplary. And I want to ask you, because we are the 13th, and I will say we because I live in King County. King County is the 13th largest county in the nation. Do you consult with other similarly large municipalities on uh, election security issues? 
Absolutely. I am a nationally um, certified election administrator. My peers across the country were in regular contact about lots of different election things, including election security. You know, we really are there to, to help each other, too, and support each other. I have to tell you, since March, we've heard from at least 25 different jurisdictions that have asked for our help as really kind of a leader in this country for vote by mail elections. And we've been happy to provide documentation, contact to the vendors that we utilize for drop boxes to all other equipment. Um, we're here to help and support. I have to tell you that um, there is excitement um, to see that this could possibly be a, an election that does the tipping point for vote by mail. And so we are ready to help and support any jurisdiction as they either move to vote by mail, like we have with California, Utah, Colorado, Alaska, Hawaii, or as they prepare to see more mail-in ballots than they have ever seen before. Washington is absolutely leading the way. And, uh, you know, given everything that you have said and, and knowing all of the threats that we face, both foreign and domestic, in terms of interference, uh, voting by mail seems like uh, a good standard to be setting uh, nationwide. This is just me, uh, my opinion. I will uh, ask you, uh, first of all, you, you mentioned this already, but I, I want to underscore this again. Uh, a huge number of people have already voted. You said over 500,000 people have returned their ballots in, in, in King County. You count those ballots when they come in. You don't wait till election night, right? That's correct. We do not wait until election night. We're starting to process those ballots already. Earlier this week, King County completed sort of the official um, uh, logic and accuracy test that vets our tabulation system, where we had the Secretary of State's office there to sign off um, for us to be able to start um, processing ballots. I think it's important to note that we are simply scanning in basically a photocopy of your ballot at this point. It's not until eight o'clock on election night, November 3rd, that we can push the button, if you will, that's going to actually accumulate those results that we can then produce um, on our website. And you said it's a 35% turnout at this point and growing. So it's possible, if not probable, that we could have some substantial returns and results on election night itself. Absolutely. This really means more meaningful results. I mean, the 500,000 that are already um, in, you know, in the building, those are going to be processed. We're going to take those through signature verification. So if there's any signature concern that we have, we're going to be reaching out to voters as soon as we um, encounter that. And we're going to take the ballot all the way through scanning it and preparing it for it to actually um, be tabulated again on election um, night. So we are seeing every single record being broken in this election already. <laughs> well, and so yeah. I anticipate that we're going to have more than 640,000 ballots to post on election night. And the more ballots we get in earlier, that just means that number is even um, going to be higher. I've heard from uh, King County Executive Doug Constantine saying that he's expecting 90% turnout. Is that unprecedented? That is absolutely unprecedented. Usually what we see in Washington state, which is usually one of the top 10 uh voter turnouts in the country, I think obviously because of the accessibility that we provide here in this state. Uh, but 90% is really sort of a challenge that King County issued our voters. We believe that voters are going to show up in record numbers, and we're already seeing that. It's very typical for King County to see, you know, about 83 to 85% turnout. So realistically, King County would show up at 86% turnout 
we think that they're going to um, show up in record numbers as they already are. So we've issued a 90% challenge to our voters, and I think that they're going to meet it. You hear that, gang? We can do this. We can absolutely do it. We can hit 90%. I love that. So uh, first of all, I would just mention we're getting a ton of positive feedback. Uh, people are thanking you for your work. They're so impressed with how smoothly voting is going in King County. Um, some listeners did have questions about the ballot itself. It is a long ballot uh, for reasons that I don't really want to go into, but make me roll my eyes. Um, some people are concerned that this means that uh, some folks won't vote the second side of the ballot. What steps have you taken to encourage voting the entire ballot? You are right. It is 18 inches of a lot of words, right? So um, a couple of things. One, we really call out on the bottom of the front of the ballot in, in King County, a big bright blue that says to continue voting on the other side. There are so many important races on that backside. It's hard for me to imagine that voters are going to skip it. I think you've got your voters pamphlets. And so that also helps you walk through what all of those races are. You know, I've gotten some calls from people. Why in the world would the president be after advisory votes and King County charter amendments? By law, it tells us exactly the way in which we must order a ballot. So you might think, scratch your head, why in the world is the president on the very bottom, on the front page, on the right-hand corner there? That's by law how we print that. But we, um, you know, we do usually typically see some, um, some voters uh, tape off after they get to the down ballot issues. And so oh, we try to put, again, that indicator there. We believe the voters pamphlet and that there are so many important races on the back that people, we're not seeing people skipping the backside in this election with the ballots that we have in hand right now. And we'd certainly like to get rid of all of those advisory votes. I think that would uh, be a step in the in the right direction toward getting people to you know not have these ballots, like you said, 18 inches long. Um, when you receive a ballot with irregularities on it, uh, and, and there, there are several that, that you know, come up. What sorts of efforts are, are, are taken to cure those irregularities before the ballot is discounted? Absolutely. In Washington state, how we compare and make sure that you voted your ballot and no one else got it and vote by mail is doing signature verification. So that's one of the first areas in which we you know, see about 2% of all ballots come back where we've got a question about the signature. Again, that's how we safeguard our election system here. I know it can feel a bit offensive to get a letter from us questioning your identity and your signature. It isn't, but let me ask you something about that. Because let's say your signature has evolved over time. Um, it, does it, like, how close does it need to be? Some people have said it needs to match the signature that is on file with your driver's license, or is it the signature that is on file from previous uh, times that you have voted? Great question. You know, we're not legally allowed to add the signature from your ballot, from your return envelope to your voter registration record. So the signatures we're looking at to compare, and we do keep a scrapbook. We're a little bit of signature hoarders in the office. So we're keeping all your signatures on file. Oftentimes, you're right, they're coming from the Department of Licensing. So when you get your driver's license or your state ID, that's coming over into our system to be able to use to verify. It's also coming from a voter registration form. Or if, like myself, you've been challenged with a signature issue, um, that updated signature that we provide during that process as well. We're also proactive. If we start seeing your signature aging or looking different over time, we're going to reach out to you, not during the election cycle, to get an updated signature on file. By the end of the election, the certification, because we're going to contact you, if there is a signature challenge, we're going to email you, call you, and mail you a letter. And we're going to repeat that 
I know it's a little obnoxious, but what we believe is that you wanted your ballot to count and we want to count your ballot. We just need to make sure and confirm that you voted it and no one else got it. Um, so if you hear from us, please do respond. You know, we have until November 23rd to cure any of those signature issues and still count your ballot for this election. So I think that that's really important. On the flip side, when you talk about voter intent, I think that's equally really cool thing that we do here in Washington state. We have a 90 page manual that tells the 39 counties, this is how you count someone's ballot. So that if we have a close gubernatorial race or a race like we saw in 2004, that we're all administering elections and counting voter intent the same way. But Washington state, we do take a little bit longer to count your ballot because we wanna make sure to count it even if you don't fill in the oval or check the box. Maybe you decide to circle the candidate's name or you put hearts or stars by your options. You know, we can still count your vote. It's gonna take us a little more time, but we're in the business of counting your ballot. We know you took the time to get registered, get familiar with the issues, return your ballot. We wanna make sure that we take the time to count it as you wanted it to be. I just love the idea of somebody putting a heart next to the candidate that they've selected. So I would just ask you this, what percentage of ballots are uncurable and ultimately get disqualified each year because of irregularities? Yes, there is about a half a percent by the time we're going to certify the election, a half a percent to one percent depends on the election, depends on how motivated people are to respond to that, to have their ballot counted. Sometimes what happens is people say, I've seen the results at that point after November 3rd. I'm, I'm not worried about responding at this point. So that will depend. What we also see those campaigns and candidates going out and having people return those signature challenges, doing that sort of ballot chasing, that also um, lowers that percent that will ultimately remain. But you're looking at a half a percent to a whole percent of ballots that won't be counted this election. I have to tell you the most painful thing as an election administrator is to not be able to count the thousands of ballots that we will receive that are deemed too late because they have a postmark after November 3rd, or they were dropped at a drop box after 8 p.m. on election night. You are so upbeat, I would hate to end on a negative note. Uh, so I will just say that, you know, 0.5 to 1% is an extraordinarily low uh, percentage, I think, uh, compared to other states. Everybody should have their ballot at this point. If they don't, what should they do? Contact your elections office. For King County, that's 296 vote. Okay. And then also, uh, people have been having a lot of fun with this. How do you track your ballots? I love this. I think it's such a great tool. It puts you as a, at ease as a voter, right? So go online to our website, kingcounty.gov slash elections. They've also got it for every other county on votewa.gov. You're simply going to enter your name, your date of birth, and you're going to know exactly where your ballot is at in the process. We try to move ballots through really quickly. You're looking at about a day long for us to process it here at King County. And we're seeing it takes about a one to two days to get back to us from the drop boxes and from USPS. So if you have any concerns or issues thinking we should have your ballot by now, don't ever hesitate to reach out. One last thing before I let you go, and I'm not encouraging this, but I'm just saying people can still register to vote in person up to Election Day, correct? And wh where do they go to do this? Yes, let's encourage that. There's still time to get registered. I just don't to want vote. to encourage people to wait. I do want to encourage people to vote. So, yeah, thank you for clarifying that. No, understandable. So, we still have another, let's see here, four days for you to get registered right online. Head over to votewa.gov. Get registered right online there. Again, you have until October 26th to do so via mail and via online. After that, you do need to show up in person. 
King County has seven vote centers at big event center style locations across the county. We're going to open up at 10 a.m. on October 31st. We'll be open um, Monday and Tuesday, election day as well. Check out our hours in all of those really great locations. Again, big event center locations so that we're keeping you safe as voters and our staff safe, social distancing, masks required, but they're one-stop shop. You can get registered to vote, change your address, get a ballot, vote, and return it right there at those vote centers. But why why have to go anywhere in person right now? You can still do that right online. You've got uh, days ahead to do that. Julie Weiss, I want to thank you for taking the time. I want to thank you for all you do. I especially want to thank you for your optimism. I I feel really, really good after talking with you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Thank you so much for having me and happy voting, everyone. And that's going to do it for today. Thank you again to Julie Wise. Thanks also to Kat Pipkin. The website for the show is indivisiblepodcast.org and our email address is indivisiblepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at IndivisiblePod. The Washington State Indivisible Podcast is a production of Get Creative Inc. and is part of the Demcast family of podcasts. Learn more about Demcast at demcastusa.com. Thanks this week to Catherine Fysiers. Special thanks to Lori Colwell. And as always, my thanks to you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.